So you're a buyer's agent and you want more leads, but where do you start? It can be tough to know where to focus your marketing efforts when there are so many options available and it's easy to waste time on activities that don't actually produce results. Can you feel me? So in this podcast, we'll share three tips for generating more leads as a property buyer's agent. We'll talk about how to use Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, and podcasts to effectively reach potential clients. Now this is a recording of a live coaching call with Sanders Muleya. Managing Director and Founder of MSISA, uh, Nisisa Property and Consulting Agents. Uh, Sanders helps Australian medical professionals like nurses to build wealth through property. So if this is uh, your buyer's agency or in the property world and this is of relevance to you, keep listening. Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth. The show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. Okay, so welcome to Authentic Influence Podcast. This is Anthony Chansamuth from Simple Creative Marketing. Uh, com. And today, uh, this is a live coaching call. Uh, I've got my good friend Sanders uh, Mulea uh, on the call. Sander is, uh, Sanders runs a business called MS, 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 I can't say it. It's MSISA. Do you say MSISA? Is that what you call it? MSISA. MSISA. Okay. MSISA Properties. Uh, and they are a property and consulting agents here in, uh, in Sydney. Um, what does MISISA mean? Uh, that's a nice question. MISISA is an abbreviation. So the M stands for my surname Mulea. SI stands for my wife's first initials, Kumbuzo. SA stands for my first initial Sanders. Ah, there you go. That's fantastic. There you go. I like that. Um, so can you tell us a bit about your business uh when you got started and and who do you support what's what's the mission or, or the purpose of the business so uh, my business is um i can say three years old so started in 2019 uh the reason for starting the business was purely to help other investors that want to invest but they are struggling they don't know where to invest they may have knowledge, but they don't have the time either to actually, um, you know, do the research and and buy the the right properties. So, my background has been in nursing, and I left nursing purely to um, to help to help others. So we specialize in sourcing uh, positively geared properties throughout throughout Australia for our clients. <clears throat> And uh, 75% of our clients are in the medical field. So these are nurses, doctors, physiotherapists. Uh, you can you you can name it because they 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 are they do shift work, and uh, they do not have time to actually do property investments. So Musisa um, property and the consulting has also deviated into property developments. So we help our clients as well to source the sites, to source the land, do the due diligence, and 
go on to build what we need to build. And then the client decides whether they are keeping selling or whatever they want to do yeah, to, to increase their, their property portfolio. So that, that, that's much about Musisa property and consulting. That's amazing. Now you mentioned uh, that you work specifically with medical workers and that you were a nurse uh, in your former life. Um, so how did, uh, how did you get into the world of property and when did you start investing or be, becoming interested, interested in, in property? So it's a long story, but um, you know, uh, two years into Australia, I bought my, I, I bought the primary place of residence. That was in 2006. And then um, two years after that, I just ventured into investing, but then um, without education, as you may know, I lost money and because I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, while I was doing nursing, that's when I started uh, educating myself. And uh, once I knew I had a lot of education, that's when I slowly ventured into uh, property investing. Like it was a buy and hold strategy but I then ran out of money and um, then I went into property developments myself. So, uh, and then um, I realized I was doing quite well and um, ended up with 15 uh, positively geared uh, investments through, throughout Australia. So that's how I thought it was, it was worthwhile to pursue uh, this uh, this kind of a job. And then I slowly veered off nursing and uh, became a corporate developer and a corporate investor. Now, there's a lot in that that we can unpack, which uh, we won't go into for now because I want to um, focus on specific questions you might have around your marketing. But I will highlight that what, I, what is most compelling about your um, just the way you've gone about building your business has been you have had the experience that your clients are having, right? So you know what it's like to struggle with understanding real estate and to do the due diligence, to do the, you know, the market research. Um, you know, some people are not so ethical in that, in that world um, and these sort of things. So, and that always stood out to me the first time we spoke um, and we, we uh, and you shared that, you know, you really help these people that are also medical professionals, nurses and people in that industry, uh, in that world that you came from. So that, so you, they have, you have empathy for them, right? And that's a really great place to be as, as, a, as a business and a business owner. Um, so let's talk about your, your marketing and how you've gone about um, to growing the business and, and spreading the word out. Uh, I know you recently did a, a book launch. How did that go for you? Uh, uh, the book launch was uh, quite amazing, um, you, you know, and the way we did it was uh, we, we did invite um, our existing clients, uh, we invited our previous clients, we invited friends and family and anyone else that we knew, and the turnout was uh, quite excellent. There, there, were, um, there were 105 people that actually turned up and everyone was really positive. The feedback that we did was, was excellent. And then um, what, what really inspires me is that um, the money that we raised from the sale of the book, and even now, all the, uh, all the proceeds that we, we get from the sale of the book goes towards supporting um, 
you know, uh, his kids that are actually struggling uh, back home in uh, Zimbabwe. They, they, they may not have books. They may not even, they are sitting on the floor. They don't have chairs. So, um, so we look at that and we have been, we, we have been sponsoring schools where I actually went myself because I, I know the situation. And so we are changing lives. So yeah, the book launch went 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 very well. That's fantastic. And I didn't know about the uh, supporting the kids in Zimbabwe initiative. And I think that speaks very much to your heart. And, and as someone who really cares uh, about you know where you came from and supporting people there, and, and also supporting people here, uh, because as as we know, a lot of migrants. Um, I have my one of my relatives works in Liverpool Hospital. Um, as a nurse, uh, and, and so I know a lot of people from immigrant communities uh, end up in, in the medical fields, right? So that, that's, uh, that's fantastic. I love that. Now I'm looking at your about page on your website and, um, and the, the, the heading on the page is how to win the game of persistence. Uh, so I'm sure you can speak a lot about just that journey coming from Zimbabwe. Uh, as a young kid, when you were back there, did you ever foresee yourself coming to Australia and running a business over here? No, 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 no. My, you know, this is really surprising because, um, yeah, I never. First of all, I never thought I would actually work work abroad. So when I was young, all I was concentrating is get get good education, you know, get a good job, and 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 then get married, you know, raise your kids, and and then yeah, that that. That was the ambition, like um, like anyone else. But you know, things are thrown into our lives, and sometimes things that just change, and before you 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 actually re realize it. So, without the economic meltdown that uh, happened in our country, probably I I wouldn't have moved to to Australia. But it it is what it is. Uh, you know, it is up to you to realize these opportunities. And I think if you need something, it really depends how, it really depends how badly you need it. And you will always get what you want if you, if you plan. Love that, love that. Okay, so let's talk about uh, your marketing. Do you have a, a specific challenge right now with the marketing or a question that you'd like some support with? So look, uh, I am not really doing a lot of uh, marketing. Uh, I'm not doing a lot of media marketing. So my business is growing around uh, referrals from previous clients. Yeah, but I would like to do more media marketing in um, on uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, and 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 I would also want to do a lot of podcasts. So uh, I think this will actually help me promote my business more. And and I would also continuously like to promote um, the the book, the Ten X Property System, because uh, people that are reading it are actually saying it is very very influential. It actually. Um, motivates you to do more. So I was thinking if I can, you know, change the community, if I can educate other, other people to say a private investing is not too hard. So I think that way it will, it will, it will help 
my business grow as well. Absolutely. So um, you talked about sort of social media. I know you have a, an assistant that works with you, um, managing putting content on social media. What what is that still happening, or or, or, or you? I'm trying to understand when you say you want to increase the media marketing, what's happening, what's not happening now that you would like to see happening? So, so yeah, so I have got an assistant that I am actually working with, but uh, primarily what we are doing right now is, um, you, you know, probably looking at, um, for example, if we purchase a property, then we, we actually advertise so people can see what type of a property it is and what, so that people can be motivated to buy. And then on top of that, um, you know, we also, um, every, every week we do, um, we have got an, an emailing list where we, uh, we, we actually, uh, we can update clients on what is happening on the market. Um, and, and then sort of, uh, it's, it is an educational program. So we are, we are present on Facebook, we are present on LinkedIn, but the type of marketing that we do is not really, um, I can say it is, it is not professional. So both of us, me and the assistant, we are actually doing that. But we're thinking that maybe if there's a professional who is, um, you know, who, who, who has got the expertise to market, to do uh, media marketing, it will, be, it, will be, it will be better. Okay, so let's talk about um, just maybe social media strategy for a moment uh, and, and how you can, uh, I, so I assume that the, the goal for you is to attract potential um, uh, Clients, you want people who want to invest in property, people who are thinking about it. Uh, ideally, they'd be working in the medical professions because you specialize with that type of client um, and you can speak their language and, and, that's, that's, and they would love your story and they'd love your book, right? So you've got uh, definitely an advantage over a lot of people in your space because you have a very compelling story as an individual, right? And because you've got the book, um, that that's also an asset that you can really leverage. And I know we spoke about this previously, uh, but I wanted um, just to share this with, with the audience listening here. Uh, I think when you have a book, you've got this credibility uh, and you can certainly take that story and what's in what you've put in the book and then uh, use that as a way to open doors into different media channels, right? So have you, as part of your, your book launch, uh, have you done anything like gone into radio or tv or anything like that no i i for the book marketing i haven't really been aggressive i haven't gone as far as getting onto a radio channel or or, or a tv or, or a tv channel that's okay so uh, i think there's a yeah there's definitely the opportunity there um and another one you mentioned is podcasts, right? So um, podcasts are, are a great way to get in front of an audience and it, particularly because you know who your audience is, right? So how would you describe your, your target audience? 
So my audience is primarily um, medical professionals, as I said, and these are primarily nurses, special nurses that um, are dotted throughout, throughout the country because I've been a nurse myself. Okay, so if you're on LinkedIn, there's something that you can do. Uh, I've got the screen, I'm sharing the screen. Can you see that, Sanders? Yes. Yeah, so essentially, uh, if you go and search and you type in nurse, for example, um, and then we can then use uh, all filters. I want, you're gonna click on people because you don't want to look for anything else, but I wanna see people and I want to then filter by location. Okay, because I'm getting US results and other things. So I might start off with Sydney. Okay. Um, and let's look at Sydney. Sydney's large enough. You have millions of nurses in Sydney, I'd imagine. Uh, and then you can start moving into Brisbane and Victoria, like Melbourne and other cities. But as a starting point, right? Now, when you say nurses, uh, are they at a specific level or does it matter to you what level of nurse can they be? Uh, you know, that do they need to be? A, I'm trying to understand is do you serve all nurses or are they specific that do, they have to be in nursing for a number of years or at a certain level in nursing for them to be an ideal client? It, it, yeah, look, I'm, 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 for me now, I'm just looking at uh, anyone who is a nurse, but uh, primarily registered nurses. Yeah, okay, so that's fine. So if we just like what I've done here, I've put in nurse in LinkedIn. Uh, I've did a search, I've chosen uh, selected people and I'm looking at Sydney, right? Uh, and here, basically, I, I, what, I, what it's telling me is there are about 28,000 results for that, that query, okay? So uh, one thing you can certainly start doing is having um, your, your VA uh, start to connect with these people, okay? And that way you're, you're building your audience of nurses, okay, that are based in a specific location, okay, and then uh, if I were to broaden the search and say, okay, let's, let's look at Australia and not just New South Wales, we have 170,000 results, right, with people who have the word nurse or registered nurse in their title, okay. Now, of course, in the medical industry, you might, there might be other people, there might be doctors, there might be um, the other roles within that industry as well that might be relevant to your audience, right. So, uh, usually what happens with social media is um, a lot of business businesses will post content and I see you've been doing that on a regular basis, which is good. Um, but what they don't do enough of is actually growing the audience of relevant people. Okay. And, and to do that, one, one really effective strategy is to actually search for those people and start connecting with them. Okay. Uh, and when I say connect, usually, you know, you might connect with this person and say, Hey, right. So I would, uh, I say you connect. Um, I wouldn't um, just hit send. I'd add a note, and this is why having a VA is important. And I'd say, hey, you know, um, hi, you know, whatever the name is, uh, you know, I can see that you're in, in you know, you can say a short message, you know, uh, I, I love, you know, I, I love working with nurses, or I was a nurse myself. I love working with nurses, um, and I help them um, to to do. Uh, become financially free or, or something like that, right? Like you have a message uh, or you might think about what's something you could give to 
to these people that would, uh, would be a nice gift to help them in their, their career, all right, or in their life. And you have the uh, you have the ultimate gift because you have a book, okay. So uh, so then you could you know in this message you might say hey you know look um, I've helped how many how many clients have you worked with already? Um, probably hundred hundred to hundred fifty somewhere there. Yeah, you know, and you, you know, you clean up. I'm just giving you an idea here, but it's like, okay. I've helped 150 uh, nurses to to build wealth through property in Australia, or something like that. Uh, and I've just written, uh, I've just published a book. Um, would you like to to um, to check that out or something? Uh, is, is could you offer uh, like a digital version of the book to people? Yeah, there's there's the electronic uh, there's the electronic book. Yes. Yes. Uh, is there a free chapter that they can get, or are you happy to give the the, the book the entire book for free to people as a uh, gift? I think the the entire book is actually free unless they unless they purchase the hard copy. Okay, there you go. So th then you can say, look, um, so we'd work on the messaging, but I'd say something like, hi, you know, this person, um, you know, I can see that you're a nurse. Uh, I used to be, uh, you know, a, a I, I used to be a nurse, I'm a former nurse that helps people in, 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 um, in medical profession to build wealth, right? And I've written a book, I'd love to give you a copy as a gift, right? Uh, and that would be a nice introduction, right? And you'd send that to, um, LinkedIn has a, has a limit of, uh, depending on what plan you're on, if you're on just a, on, a, on the free plan, you can send, I think, 100 per day uh, max. Uh, I would keep it to 50 per day just to, so you don't get your account suspended um, if you're on sales navigator uh, you can send up to uh, i believe 250 or 500 per day I, i'd have to check that right um and so that's one initiative action i would do is start to build find these people start connecting with them offer the book right as a free resource um, and say so just because your intention is just to help them that's it right um and then once they connect with you, now we're, we're audience building, okay? Does that make sense so far? Yeah, it does. So when you connect with them, once once they are connected with you, some, if ever they respond, thank you for, you know, connecting with you. And uh, where, where, where does the conversation end? Can you can you continuously uh, right. discuss? Or how, how, how do you get them to, to be converted from, you know, just from, so that they then turn into a client. Okay, so here's the thing. When you say, I'm, I, I have a free book and I, I have a book that I've, I've published, uh, would you be interested in reading it, right? You're asking the question, you're not sending them a link. When you send a connect, you don't give them the link here and say, go download, go get the book, right? You say, you know, is this something of interest to you? Okay, so you're only looking for people who are raising their hand to say to you, yes, I am a nurse and I have an interest in building wealth through property. Okay, so for those people, then you follow up. So they would they would accept your connect request, and then the next message your VA would send or you would send would be okay. Well, here's the link to the book, and you would send them to a landing page, right? So uh, I don't know if you have it on your website, um, but you would send them to a page. It's a page where there's a form, and the form is name, email address. Go download the book. Okay, so now you're moving them off LinkedIn and into your 
your email system and then you're sending them the newsletter which you've already said you're sending on a weekly basis correct yes so if if you send the link to everyone before they even respond that that won't be ideal right? no that's what i'm saying i said don't send it to them and until they say yes i'm interested so so two things need to happen one is in your first message you don't give a link the first message all you're saying is um i help uh, nurses in Australia build wealth through property, is this of interest to you, right? And then if they accept the request to connect and then they say, yes, yes, Sanders, uh, I'd like to know more, okay? Then you would respond with, fantastic. Uh, you can go and download the book here, okay? Um, and then that, and some people will go click on the link and they will go and then download the book. And then, so they get the, you know, they're getting your book for free in, the, in, in return, you know, they're, they're joining your email list and you're sending them a weekly newsletter, right? Which is giving them uh, information about properties and things that market information, like, as you mentioned earlier, okay? Uh, okay. And, so, and now what I would do in between, the, now the first email you send them, right? When they, when they joined your, when they, uh, what's called opt-in for your, your book, right? Um, your digital book. Uh, the first email you or the first few emails you send should not be the newsletter, right? It should be a thank you for you know for for um, checking out my book. Uh, you would introduce yourself. So in that first email, you introduce I'm Sanders. Here's my story. I've I've helped 100. What did you say? 100. Uh, you know, 50 uh, investors or nurses in Australia with property investment. You might share a couple of case studies in that story, right? In that email, um, and then say you know. Uh, uh, you know, and so you're basically now letting them know who you are. So, you, and then secondly, here, well, firstly, here's the book, here's who I am, and here's how I can help you, all right? And then uh, we would then build a, what's called a welcome series. Have you heard of this before, a welcome sequence? No. Okay, so the goal of the welcome sequence is to move someone from interested to then identifying themselves as a prospective client. Okay, um, and, and so what you do over a series of maybe seven or 10 emails, uh, you, you're basically education, you, you're, you're educating them on how to become an investor, right? So you might have, and you might already have blog content on your blog that you can use for this. So you don't need to write it from scratch, right? I would, I would be looking at what are the top, you know, the most um, popular blogs that you have on your site or even if you looked at your LinkedIn posts, which are the posts that have had the most comments on and engagement on, right? So I would get your VA to look for that information. And, and let's identify the top 10 pieces of content that you have already published, right? So blog posts, uh, um, social media posts, right? Get the VA to find out where, give me the list of the top 10, okay? And I'm looking for the, when I say top 10, most read, most commented, most engaged, right? Because that's that's the audience telling you these these are the things that we're really interested in, Sanders, right? Um, and so then you would take those top ten and turn them into emails and put that into an email sequence. Okay, so when someone downloads your book or you send them the the, the first email and say, "Hey, thanks for subscribing and joining," you know, uh, I'm going to send you over the next you know uh, uh, two weeks. I'm going to send you a series of educational emails to help you understand more about how to become a great investor right because that's what they want they want to and how to build wealth right for them it's like okay i'm working in nursing i want to 
maybe get out of nursing one day like Sanders has, right? Maybe that's the goal, uh, but maybe I've got a family and I want to you know, grow my family and take care of them. They have these personal goals they want to achieve and professional goals. So you're going to show them, okay, over the next you know, two, two or three weeks, I'm going to show you uh, how, how I was able to do that, but also maybe share some of the stories of a couple of clients that, that we've supported. Um, and, and so that's, now it's just, you know, you're just building that uh, rapport with them. You're building the, the trust and the credibility to, to demonstrate, yeah, it is possible. And the, the goal of the welcome series for you is to build a relationship with this person. For them is to actually build confidence that they can actually do it. Right, because that's going to be the biggest, you know, as you experienced when you were, and I experienced when I started investing in property is, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. Can I actually, you know, am I going to lose money? And, and all these other things come up in your, in your mind, right? So that, that, what we call an education series, I'm calling it a welcome series, but it isn't actually an education series. It's actually helping them to become more confident and then in, in themselves and also confident in you as someone in your business, as someone that can actually help them achieve their goals yeah um now when they get to the end when they get to the end uh you know email number seven or email number 10 then we have an invitation right so we have an invitation email that says hey uh you know uh i, I hope you've you've really you know found value in the the the, the, the content and education that are provided we provided to you already uh would you like to schedule an appointment to chat about your specific goals and and how we might be able to help you with you know uh, getting started in real estate or, or growing your portfolio okay um, and so by this point in time right they they know who you are they know what you do they've read a couple of case studies or seen the videos they've they've read your book right um, and so you they're in that mindset for the right people they're going to put their hand up and say yes Sanders I want to chat with you and you may find that some people already even before they get to the end of the sequence they've already emailed you and, and said hey I, I want to chat okay so, so that's how we take people from, and you could do, so I'm saying do on LinkedIn because it's easy to find the people who are nurses on LinkedIn, right? Like, the, like we just showed you. Um, if, you if you're talking about Facebook, the way I would do that on Facebook is I'd probably run some kind of ad campaign uh, to run Facebook ads targeting people based in specific locations who have specific job titles. That's, that's the, the, really the, the, the best way to go about that on Facebook. Uh, it's a little different than on LinkedIn. Um, and then uh, what we talked about, uh, you said Facebook, LinkedIn, podcasts. So for podcasts, what I'd be looking for is um, what are the types of podcasts that nurses listen to? So when you were a nurse, were you listening to podcasts at that point in time? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. Okay. That's okay. So what I would do is I would actually email your current client list and all your clients and say, hey, do you guys listen to podcasts? If you listen to podcasts, what, what pod, what's your favorite podcast or your top three? Okay. And they're going to give you, right. And they're going to, and you, and you might frame that as, Hey, I'm thinking of launching a podcast. Um, and I'd like to learn more about what type of podcast you're already listening to. Okay. Um, and, and that way you get that reset that data back and you might do that as a poll on LinkedIn as well. And on Facebook. Okay. So if you're listening to podcasts, what podcast you're listening to, right? Um, that, that'd be a good post, you know, to put on social media, right? Uh, and then you can start to understand, okay, these are, people are now giving you the podcast that you should be appearing on. <laughs> Does that make sense? So if, mm. if, 
if 10 or 20 people say, hey, Sanders, I'm listening to nurses in, you know, whatever, how to grow you, how to become a better nurse podcast, okay? Uh, then that's one that you're, you know, hey, my audience is listening to that show. I need to find a way to get onto that show, right? Uh, and so, and then we would go and send a pitch to the host of the podcast and we would say, hey, I'm Sanders, this is what I do. I help nurses, whatever. Would, you know, and you might present a topic, how to um, get started investing as a nurse, right? Do you think the host, right? If you said to the host, I'm going to teach your audience how to get started in investing because I know like some of our clients listen to your podcast and, and, they're, they're, and they're interested in growing their, their wealth. Uh, do you think that would be a good topic to host? If you said to the host, hey, would this be a good topic for your audience? What do you think the host would say? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Let's have a chat about that, okay? Um, and you know, and then you could say, and to to make it more compelling, you would say, for what I also offer is anyone who listens to our episode, I'll give them a free copy of my book, right? Um, and so that makes it really compelling for the host to bring you onto the show, okay? Um, and so now we've we've basically worked out the top, and now you know the, a list of podcasts to get you on. We put a process in place to, to get you onto those shows. And then now, you know, you might have a, a target of let's get onto one podcast per fortnight or one podcast per week or per month, right? Over the next whatever time period, six months, 12 months, right? Um, and then that's the, that's, the, that's the, what we call a guest podcasting strategy, okay? Um, now, another way to find out what podcasts uh, to, to appear on is to actually search Google. You go to Google, you type in uh, nursing podcasts, right? Uh, and then it will give you a list. Uh, now, because you're focused on the Australian market, you're going to have to look for Australian podcasts, right? Um, because if you just type it in Google, you're going to get a whole bunch of US podcasts too. Uh, and so, you know, if, if unless you're, you're planning to launch in the US anytime soon, I would stick to let's focus on only the Australian podcasts. Right, uh, and there are a bunch of those. Uh, another way you can do it is to do you use iTunes or, or um, an Apple device? No. No. Okay. Um, what you can do is go to, uh, I think it's called Apple Podcasts. Let me type in. Yeah. So I've just gone to Google. I've typed in Apple Podcasts. Uh, this is, give me uh, uh, this site. All right, now, this is, the only problem with this site is it won't let me search here. It actually forces me to launch the, uh, the Apple Podcast app, right? So if I, if I launch that on my, um, on my computer here. If you've got a phone, you can download the Apple Podcast app as well. Um, and then what I'm searching for, let's say, let's go to top charts. Right, and I can look at categories. Okay, so uh, can you see my screen, Sanders? Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm looking for, okay, well, what are the topics that my audience are, uh, are really interested in? Okay, so for you, maybe it's business. Maybe it's, um, uh, is there anything here standing out to you that, that they might be listening to? 
kids and family, if they're having kids and family. Uh, if I missed your screen, because I can only see. Oh, let's try that again. Share, share screen. Okay, here. Can you see this? Yeah. yeah. So we're inside of Apple Podcasts. This is the app. Uh, we go to all categories. All right, and you see it gives me a drop-down list. Okay. So then there's there's business, right? Uh, there is um, maybe religion and spirituality, but that, that's probably not a relevant one for you to go on to because they'd obviously be speaking about religion and spirituality and not so much investing. Um, maybe kids and family, right? But uh, I would be looking at thinking, of, thinking about what, what, what categories of podcasts would my audience be listening to? And that could be another question, right? Um, that you put into a survey that you send to your clients, right? Um, what types of podcasts are you listening to? And can you name three podcasts that you're, that, that, that you're actively listening to today, right, or currently? Um, and that gives you information. Well, another way you can do it is search for nursing or nurses. If I search for nurses podcast. Okay, look, there's a podcast here called Nursing Australia. Uh, maybe you've heard that before. The, um, there's the Humorous Nurses, the Nurse, uh, Straight Nursing Podcast, the Aussie Nurses Podcast. That could be a good one for you to appear on. Okay. Um, you can screenshot this if you like. Um, the, and so I'd be looking at, okay, well, get your VA to make a list of these podcasts. And then this could be ones that we pitch. Okay. We go to them and say, hey, you, 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 your audience are nurses, right? Um, and let's let's see what kind of topics they talk about. Mm. And this is really stupid. This is a new one. Um, it looks like they stopped because they, they published in May 2020 and then they haven't done any more after that. So maybe not a good one to pitch because they've kind of stopped. Um, maybe but, uh, because of, because yeah. of the coronavirus. You're right. Okay. So, uh, but that's what I'd be doing. I'd be searching, getting your VA to research. What are the podcasts that uh, they have an audience of nurses, right? Because that's, that's what we're thinking about who the audience is. Yeah. Um, and then we can start pitching those. Okay. Uh, and there's another tool which might be useful for you. It's called Matchmaker FM. So, can you still see my screen? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, resume share. What's going on? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So matchmaker.fm. Matchmaker uh, it's basically a site where you can connect with podcast hosts, right? You can go in there, you register an account, uh, you can get started for free, you log in, uh, you do a search for nursing, nurses, doctors, medical, whatever. It's going to give you a list of podcasts, uh, hosts that I have already that are also in inside of this this um, website, uh, and you can connect with them, right? Because these are people who are telling you that they want guests, right, and that they're looking for guests. Okay, and I've I've been yeah I've had my VA help me uh, get on. I've been been on a podcast almost one every week for the last six months, right? Mm, um, okay, and 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 half of those opportunities came from this website. Okay, 
so, so this is another way for you to find podcasts that are looking for guests. Okay, and you can connect to them that way. So, so that means you, yeah, you connect with these people, uh, then they, you go there, make your podcast, and then they, they, then they publish it. So what they are, so they, these are, so the, the, the strategy here is to be a guest on someone else's podcast, right? So oh, okay. Right, so, um, yeah, so these people are, what I'm doing is I'm finding, I'm using this to find hosts that already have their own podcast, and, I'm, and they're saying they're looking for guests. And then I'm, I'm sending them an email or a message. I find, I do, I do the search in here. I find the people I want to connect with. I send them a message saying, hey, I can see that you're looking for a guest. Uh, this is what I do. And here are three topics I can talk about, right? Uh, okay, yeah. Do you think this would be good for you? Do you, are any of these interesting for you and your audience? Uh, and they will pick one of the three uh, and say, okay, let's do it. And then they would schedule time with you to get you onto their show, okay? Um, yeah, that's how, nice. that's 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 when you want to guest podcast okay so 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 the advantage they obviously they already have got they already have got yes they already have got people that listen Correct. so often yeah because your your goal is you've already got the book you've got the asset you've already got something that you can give away as a gift for people to get onto your mailing list and then get onto your newsletter right so you're mm -hmm. in place uh, you may need to uh, put together the welcome sequence because I don't know if you've done that yet. Um, but then, uh, but now you can go out and, and start getting onto shows and, and uh, getting in front of people's audiences because a good way to grow your audience is to go to where the audience already is, is already uh, going, right? So they're already there. They're listening to this podcast. So uh, this is what we're doing here, okay? Um, so that's, that's, let's stop the share here. Uh, so we've talked about, so let's just recap the conversation right now. So we've talked about uh, how to use LinkedIn to grow your audience of nurses. We've talked about uh, how to use, uh, I've mentioned Facebook as well and how I would do that. I'd be running ads to people downloading your book. Okay, so that's how I do that on Facebook. Um, targeting nurses in specific locations. And then for uh, podcasts, we've talked about guest podcasting. How do we get you and uh, in front of, audiences you know in, in front of other people's audiences okay um, and so we've run through that as a strategy um, and then uh, and that's a way for you to promote the 10x property system book as well right so every time uh, can you see how I've incorporated the, the book in everything that we're doing so when you go to LinkedIn we're offering the book when we're going to Facebook we're offering the book when we're going to uh, because your book is a very powerful uh, tool for attracting the right people to your world okay um, but the key is we're not just going to send them a link to a pdf we're going to send them to a page where they can opt in so they're going to give you their email address and their name uh, and maybe you, you know, you know um, maybe they can identify themselves as a nurse a doctor or whatever their profession is uh, in that form okay so that, that's going to help you understand who they are yeah um, and then then you've got your your one thing that I would tweak is to add a welcome sequence or what I call an education sequence um, to your email list. And then that's designed to help build, take someone from a visitor and a listener or someone who's just new to your world to becoming educated. And also uh, they know who you are, they know what your credibility is. And for those who are ready, they will put up their hand and jump on a call with you and start uh, having those conversations. All right, so um, has this been helpful for you? 
Yeah, it has been uh, excellent. So um, the only thing is, you know, on the on on the link for the book, obviously it's it it is already there on the on the ebook. But I think what 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 is there now, if ever they fit in, um, if ever they want the free ebook, there is their name, there is the email address, yeah, and, and then and then and then that's it. There, there's no other there's no other information. So. We, we we can't tell what profession they are in. So maybe, I don't know, is that some, something that we need to add on? Yeah, so what I would do is uh, you can, I have just two ways to do that. One is on the form itself where they actually put in their email address and their name, you can add another field to say, what's your profession, right? Um, or you can, that could be a drop-down list so they can pick from, a, from various options, right? So you can, um, you could, Put in their registered nurse you could put in their you know doctor uh, whatever the different categories are so they can just click pick a pick from an option list um that's one way to do it all right what we find is the more fields you add to a form the less people will actually fill in the form okay so um that's that's one thing you can test right you could test okay let's let's do two versions of this page this is what we call split testing in marketing Right, you do one version, which is the form is a simple form, the one you already have, which is just name and email address. On a second separate page with a separate different form, you would have name, email address, and occupation. Right, and you, then you would send people to both, and you see which which one is performing better for you, which one is getting mm. you, uh, you know, are, you know, are you getting the same numbers of people signing up for the book uh, on both pages? If they are, then then I would switch over to the one with the the occupation. And just use that completely, right? I might, you may run that test for 30 days, okay? Um, and then the second thing you can do is in the welcome sequence, in that email sequence that we, when they opt in, you automatically, they get an email from your email software. What are you using for email software right now? I, I, I am using, um, for, for, the, for the email sequence, I use Gmail. Using Gmail, okay. So, the form, when they fill in the form, does it go to, does the information, where's the data being captured? Does it go into a spreadsheet or, or does it get emailed it to you? How, how do you get the, the data? So, so once someone fills in that, 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 that uh, form, yes. and then an email comes to me to say someone is actually prescribed to, to your book. Okay. And then, uh, and then it also automatically goes to, um, to, to the to the emailing list so it's a system that you're using is that a uh, a specific what's the name of the system you know uh the name of the system is it's it's it, it is called amelia okay um i'd have to look more into that um uh, do, is there a way to set up a email sequence inside of that tool yes there is okay um so if you can that's good if you can do that that's fine um yeah i i have to have a look around but if you can do that that's fine that's good as long as the email is being captured uh, and going somewhere and then you can use that information to send your newsletters to that's great um now coming back to your question uh what i would say is the first email that you send them will be uh thank you for subscribing or you know here's the link to download the, the book right um and then you have a paragraph 
explaining who you are. Hi, I'm Sanders. This is what I do. This is our business, what we do, who we serve, these sort of things. Um, and then, then you would say, I'm going to send you over the next you know, two or three weeks, I'm going to send you, uh, let's say, you know, 10 emails, right? Um, uh, an education, um, some educational emails to help you understand how to become a better investor or to grow your wealth through property, okay? Now, email number two, right? So email number one is the one we just talked about. Email number two, what you can send is actually a survey email, okay? And in the email, it basically says, okay, um, so that we can send you the right um, resources, um, could you please answer this one question, right? And the question might be, you know, what is your current profession, all right? And then, they, then you give them a choice. You say registered nurse, whatever, whatever, you know, option B, option C, option three, whatever. You might give them three options or more. You might have an option at the bottom, which is just other, right? Um, and what you're doing is you're letting them click on choosing their preferred option. So if they're a registered nurse, they should click on option one, right? And, and, and that should then tag in your system. It should tag them as a registered nurse, right? Um, so this depends on your system, whether it can do this or not. I imagine it, it, it should be able to, to do tagging. So is that something you have to, do you know if it does that? I am not so sure because right now, like if, if ever someone prescribes to the book, they, they straight away go into the, into the emailing list. So I think it would be then up to us to follow them through because they just become part of the, whatever the existing emailing list is. Oh, so that you. means that yeah. means every day or every week or whenever someone subscribes, then we need to follow them through. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's that's a very manual process. Um, I, I'd have to yeah, have a look at your email system to see what its capabilities are and whether we can automate that. Right. So I'm using a, a tool. There's a couple of tools that one I'm using is called ConvertKit, um, and there's some other ones that are out there like Active Campaign. I know Cheryl from TGH is using. Mm, no, she switched. She's using a different system now. Um, but there are tools that they call email uh, email software, right? And and they basically allow you to do these in in email surveys. So you can actually create um, the surveys inside the email, and and for every option that that the that uh, you present in the email, when someone clicks on it, um, the system automatically tags a specific keyword to that option, right? And then what you can do is you can specify um, when you create a new broadcast or a new email, you can specify that you only want to send the email to, to people that have a specific tag. So if you say, you know, I want to send an email right now to people who are tagged as registered nurse, okay, it will then automatically work out, okay, here are 500 people who are tagged registered nurse. We, we're only going to send the email to that, that group of people or what we call a segment, right? Um, so there's email software that does that. So first thing I'd be looking at is, can we do that with your current email system? And if we can't, you may need to look at exploring uh, another email tool instead, okay? Um, because that, that makes it more powerful and it's going to um, automate and systemize that process for you, right? Otherwise, it is a very manual process because you, like you say, you're gonna have to email people and say, hey, what's your profession? Uh, and then you have to, the VA has to follow up and. You know, do stuff in the software it can get very laborious <laughs> um which i mean that may be something you you want to do initially uh my recommendation would be get a software that does it automatically for you 
Yeah, look, maybe maybe it is just basic, or or maybe it is the setup. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, so something that yeah we, we can have a look at that. Okay, um, but uh, something you definitely do right now, if you can do it, is update the form and then put a field for occupation. So then they can actually put in when they're filling it out, name, email, occupation, email address, those three fields. That way, when when you get the data straight away, you know, okay, this is a registered nurse, right? Uh, and then you might have a CRM tool or some kind of tool that you're tracking leads in, in your in, you know, in sales leads. Uh, and then you might tag, okay, this person that just came in is a new registered nurse. They, they, they would be tagged as a potential lead, right? Um, but this is another conversation around sort of sales strategy. But uh, all right, we're going to wrap up. We're, we're hitting on 60 minutes here, but I, I wanted to first of all ask you, what's your main takeaway from this conversation? Yeah, I think is what I what I actually took away from this is you you must have something systemized. You know, it can't be anything that is random that you're actually doing. You you need to be targeting your 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 audience. You need to identify who your audience are, and then and then you target them. And then you also have to avail yourself. You need to get into those areas, into those channels where there's already a existing audience that you need to tap in and, and, and then be, be, be actually be able to, to, to use those instead of you starting from, from scratch because uh, the audience are already there. Someone has already built them. So all you have to do is trying to tap into that and then turn, turn those audience into, into into clients 100 percent. i like to think of it as like fishing right have you do you like fishing or go fishing yeah i do although i'm i'm, I'm actually scared of uh you know sharks and <laughs> well you want to stay well here's the thing if you're going to go fishing for trout for example you're going to go to a river where you know this trout is there you're not going to go to a bay where you know it's full of sharks, right? So as long as, as, long as you remain in the boat, okay? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Same thing. We're, we're taking taking that concept and that analogy, right? We're doing the same thing with your business. We're saying, okay, where are the trout? In this case, where are the nurses hanging out? Right? They're on LinkedIn. They're on uh, in this. They're listening to these podcasts, right? They may be visiting certain websites and blogs, okay? So that's another way that people like to research, okay? And so now we're thinking about, okay, where are these, I'll call them pools, right? So then we find, we identify the pools and then we go out there and we go, okay, well now let's put in our bait. And in your circumstance, your bait is your book, okay? That is the bait, okay? You put the bait out there, okay? And then you know, when we go fishing, not every single fish will bite on the bait. Some will, some won't. And you're looking for the ones that are going to bite. Okay, um, and so th does that help sort of frame what we're doing? Um, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, uh, and, and this is how we, we audience build. Okay, now we can have a whole other conversation on, on how you can create your own platform, uh, which is creating your own podcast, creating your own YouTube channel. Uh, and you certainly want to have one piece of your marketing doing that. Okay, now for, for, for now, what I would say is, um, you already have the newsletter. Your newsletter is your platform, all right? You're setting that on a weekly basis. Okay, now it's about optimizing that newsletter and making it more 
um, and not just only like here's information about market and investing opportunities, but how do you, how, here are the things you need to look at in terms of becoming a better investor and making sure you don't lose money uh, or at least reducing that risk, right? Um, how, how to work with a, a buyer's agency, right? How, how to identify the right buyer's agency. These sort of questions are coming up in your prospective clients' minds, all right? So you could be putting out on your website, you have a blog, um, you know, so you can do that as a, as a monthly blog or a weekly blog post, Depend, depends on your availability and your time. Um, but I would say at a minimum, you should be publishing at least one blog post or article on your website um, that is more of an educational nature and not just here are the investment opportunities available this month or this week, right? It needs to be more of, okay, red flags to look out for when you're trying to uh, choose an area to invest in or, um, you know, how to speak, uh, you know, questions you should be asking your buyer's agency, right? Um, these sort of questions, th those type of articles will do really well for you. And, and you may choose to do that as a podcast as well, right? You might, you might choose to re hit record on, on a microphone and you just sit there for 10 minutes and you just speak it out. Uh, and then you turn that, uh, you know, you, that becomes a podcast for you. You release that on a regular basis. Uh, and then that's another way to build an audience, right? But that's a longer strategy that takes more time to do that, right? Um, so I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying, first of all, let's focus on going to where the audience already is. Then once we've done that for, you know, let's do that for 90 days, then we introduce the next element, which might be, let's do a podcast, your own podcast, for example. Is that helpful? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it, it is very helpful, uh, but at the same time, it needs um, planning, it needs time. 100%. That's why we need to build a content strategy. Uh, and that, that's, uh, that's why I always start, when I, before I start working with any client, we, we sit down and we spend two hours together and we say, let's do a strategic plan for the next 90 days, all right? So then we know where to allocate your time, your resources, wh wh where should you, you put your VA, right? Because your VA can be doing a lot of things, but they might get overwhelmed if there's too much things. Uh, and if there's too much things for you, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're not going to get the result that you want, right? And the result we're looking for here is more leads, more sales conversations, right? With people who are going to be, become potential clients, okay? And at the same time, we are building that audience over time. It will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, but that's, that's more of a medium to long-term goal is to get your audience up to 10,000 followers and these sort of things. Um, I think for you, like for most business owners, I'd be more happy if we can get you five sales appointments in the next 30 days or 10 sales appointments in the next 30 days who are people who want to buy or ready to buy, right? Um, and then, yeah, that's how we, we tackle strategy, right? So let's, we're going to wrap it up here, mate. I, I, uh, uh, any other thoughts before we, we, we end the episode? No, no, thank you very much for the episode. It was... Uh... You know, it was refreshing and it was, uh, it actually made me think uh, that there's a lot of opportunities out there. I think you just have to shift the goalposts and, uh, you know, be able to see those uh, opportunities. Um, I think the next thing is to, to see how we can structure this to grow, to grow the business. Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. So for everyone listening, uh, you can connect with Sanders. You can head over to msisaproperty.com.au. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes as well. And I'll also put a link to uh, uh, you know, uh, his LinkedIn profile if you want to connect with him there. 
Um, but uh, definitely, if you're interested, if you are in the world of wanting to invest in property and grow your portfolio and you're in Australia, then this is your guy. You can have a chat with, with, with Sanders. Uh, and uh, as you've already heard over the last hour, he's an amazing, a really kind-hearted gentleman. So uh, I would definitely recommend you chat with, with Sanders. Thanks, thank you for joining us today, Sanders. And uh, we will definitely um, work with you again in the future. Thanks, Anvin. Okay, let's uh, stop. Are you looking for a way to grow your B2B business or software company? Well, how about learning some of the best tips for content marketing, connecting with potential partners, and pitching your business? Well, if that's you and sounds great, I invite you to join us on our upcoming B2B content marketing Q&A and speed dating podcast party. This is a live Zoom call for our community members and listeners to our podcast that can come along and you'll get to interact learn something new and then also have a chance to get expert advice and make valuable connections all right the session will be recorded and uh, published on our authentic influence podcast all right so register now and join us live on zoom the next event is coming up in a few weeks time just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party that's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party to register. There's only 15 spots. So if you want to jump in, uh, go ahead and do that today. Hope to see you there real soon. Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there and also if you are a conscious entrepreneur got a professional services business working b2b uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up serving others and being real then i invite you to join my authentic influence warriors facebook group uh, if you want to do that just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community okay Thanks for joining in and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. You've made it. Um, really appreciate you for doing so. I hope you got some value out of this conversation and I wanted to leave you with just a, uh, a quick gift for making it this far. All right, I've got some tools and training um, to become an authentic leader and to grow your business and influence online for you. Just head over to authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift and that's authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift and you can access all the goodies right there. Again, thanks for listening and uh, if you did get something great out of this, please share this particular episode. Uh, I'd love to have more people listen to this conversation and learn more about this particular podcast. Thank you again. Chat with you real soon.